Hello, and thanks for joining us for episode 22 of the Twisted Stitches podcast. We're your hosts, Tweet and Kimberly, and today we're recording on Friday, August 14th, 2015. Hi, Twee. How's it going? Good. How are you? Pretty good. It's been a really long time. It, yes, I was just going to say, I feel like I haven't talked to you in a really long time about, about knitting. I've talked to you. Yeah. Just not about knitting. We've hung out, but no knitting, podcasting talk. No. No. A lot has happened. There's just been craziness. We've both been places and come back. Yeah. There's been vacation. There's been travel knitting. Mm-hmm. And there's been... Um, Iron Man, yeah. Well, let's start with you, because that's what happened right after we last podcast. You flew off to Colorado for Muffin's Iron Man. Yeah, Muffin Iron Man. Yeah. How was Colorado? You went to Boulder, right? We went to Boulder, Colorado for a full Iron Man. That's a 140-mile Iron Man. I will never refer to him as Iron Muffin. Nice. The Iron Muffin did very well. He is highly competitive, so he... um, he did it in like ten hours and thirty eight minutes, I think. Yes, and which is a very good time. Which is a very good time. It's two and a half mile swim, um, one hundred and twelve miles on the bike, and then a full marathon. It's insane. It's a little crazy, right? And by a little crazy, I mean you could. I mean, a zombie would have to be chasing me for me to be doing something like that. For me to be moving and exercising for almost eleven hours straight, zombie apocalypse, and that's. Only if you're fit. Yeah. Other people took way longer. I'd probably take a break. Mm-hmm. Maybe for ice cream. So while Muffin was... I'm sorry. Iron Muffin... Iron Muffin... ...was doing all of this for 11 hours, you were outside being... Support team. Right. For 11 hours. For 11 hours. Did and you uh, <laughs> get any good knitting time? Then? I didn't get to knit at all. That's what was so funny was that... So we went, um, a bunch of his friends were going, mm-hmm. and and so there were there was, like, a support crew like a, um, that went, and they right. were cheering on everybody. So I was actually hanging out with one of his coach's um, wives, who had a rental car, okay. and another wife, and they were very, very sweet. Mm-hmm. And we were, but we were kind of on the move, trying to catch everybody. Oh, did on the this, different stops? At the different stops. So I didn't actually, I did not, I brought my knitting with me, but I didn't actually get to knit at all during those That's 11 so hours. sad. Yeah. I was really imagining you getting in, you know, five, six, seven, eight hours of knitting time. You come back with, you know, a coat and like yeah. hats for everyone. No, me too. I mean, I think, I think what happens is that it, it was a nice change. What happens at these things usually, not an Ironman, but all these races he does, I usually kind of sit out in by, the, yourself. by myself and I read or I knit or, um, you know, and I have breakfast and, and so it's, um, it's pretty solitary. And then I make sure I'm kind of sitting there waiting for him and then he passes and I do my 10 minutes of whoop, whoop, and I take pictures and then I sit down and I wait for him to pass again. Mm-hmm. So, but, but by being with other people, there was no real chance for that. I mean, I didn't want to be super rude and like sit in the corner and <laughs> go. You could have knit and socialized. <laughs> yeah, I could have. Um, so, I, don't I don't know if they'd understand really, but you could have. Yeah. So it was, it was nice. It was like, it was different. It was like a different kind of spectator race than I've, I've ever mm-hmm, had. Yeah. yeah. Usually. I mean, even let's be honest, the last spectator race I had was with you. 
Right. When he did a Malibu um, triathlon, triathlon yeah. Twee came, and we just sat there and we knit. Like, yeah, we did actually have to move around kind of a lot, though, because we were trying to catch him at certain spots. Yeah, so, you know, you have to knit, and then, so you knit for, like, half an hour, and you got to pack everything yeah, up, pack. you got to run over to this area yeah. and stuff, so. It's so, interesting. Yeah, so it was pretty fun. Um, so Iron Muffin's good, Iron Muffin's recovering. Did you get to visit any, like crafty stores I know we made like a little list for you just in case you we did and you know what's sad I didn't even get to go into uh Denver oh yes you flew into Denver we flew into Denver and I thought oh we'll have I'll have like a little bit of time I can like maybe go downstairs walk around like blah 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 but no Denver airport is outside of Denver oh really yeah it's not in Denver it's kind of like it reminds me of Detroit. If you've ever been to the Detroit area, it's not actually in Detroit. Oh. It's kind of um, a little bit farther outside That's the city. A lie. Yeah, so I, I couldn't, I never actually went into Denver. So I just oh. sat on the curb for three hours and waited for a shuttle to bring I, me to I Boulder, really was which was really oh. sad. I really wanted you to go to Fancy Tiger Crafts. I know. I really wanted to do some craft shopping, especially um, Twee made these really cute little business cards for Twisted Stitches podcast. Oh, yes. I, mean, I, I, I made the business cards. Now. Yeah. yeah. But no, I didn't get to do any oh. of that, so I was just kind of sitting around. And I couldn't even, you know, when you're traveling, I'm a really nervous traveler. Me too. So I can't even really sit and wait for the shuttle because I've never done the shuttle oh, before. Oh, I'm so anxious yeah. when there's public transportation I've never taken. Yeah, like, it's different if, like, I'm sitting at the airport and I'm waiting at the airport, right? Because I know the plane's coming and there's a bunch of us waiting. But here, it's like, no one's really there. And if you've ever been to Denver Airport, it's a nice airport. Mm-hmm. But it's got, it's actually, um, unlike another airport that I've been to because it has two exits. Oh, okay. So there's, like, the west side and the east side. Mm-hmm. So I, for the first, like, 45 minutes, I was standing on the wrong side uh-huh. trying to get the Boulder shuttle. And luckily, like, it, was, it wasn't it was scheduled to pick me up for, like, three hours, so it wasn't that bad. But I was, like, sitting there going, I wonder if I'm at the wrong entrance. And someone who was nice saw that, obviously, I was very confused. And he's like, you're on the wrong side. You've got to cross the airport and get on the oh other side. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so um, this was not really planned out by me. It's not Boulder's fault. Uh, no, Denver's no. Fault. Sorry, yes. Denver Airport. It's not their fault. It's just my fault because I am um, Alistair. Uh, sorry, Muffin, like, sent me the, the list of the, um, you know, how to get shuttle. the shuttle and blah, 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 blah. And so I'm just sitting there like, duh, duh. so I don't knit in those situations either because I'm super nervous right, about, about yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. So that didn't really go very well. I mean, so. I still got on the shuttle, so. Well, what yay. knitting did you pack? I packed, um, I packed the, uh, the baby, um. The log cabin? No, the no. Um, pine forest. Oh, the baby pine blanket. forest. Yes, and I did do it a little bit in the hotel room. Okay. I did like one round. Okay, when I was like kind of sitting there, nice, waiting for a muffin, iron muffin to get to get ready to go out. Okay, but that was it. And then I I knitted in the um in the airport. Right when you were waiting for the plane. When I was waiting, okay. for, waiting for the plane. But That's yeah, not too bad. It wasn't bad. I mean, it was less than I wanted to do, but. Eh. You know. What are you going to do? Yeah, as long as you have it with you, just in case. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Exactly. So that was nice. Okay. Yeah. And you went away. Right. I, I just went to San Diego for the weekend with a couple of my college friends. Which looked awesome because yeah. Twee kept posting on Instagram all these amazing... F- all we were doing was eating, really. Chewing, which was basically food. Yeah, yeah. I did most, mostly food in the beach. It and donuts. It was like a powder... Uh, not a sugar It was a coconut donut. donut. That looked good. Yeah, that was a donut. Donuts and beer in the morning. That was it was brunch, but yes, I went after twelve somewhere in the world, kids. Exactly. I just went to San Diego for the weekend with um, a couple of my friends. We all went to school in San Diego, so we kind of just wanted to go hang out there again. I don't usually get to hang out 
in San Diego just for fun anymore. Mm-hmm. I go once a year, usually for, for Comic Con, and that's all Comic Con. We don't really get to do anything else. Well, it's sort of surreal too because it's not like you get to. You're like focused on Comic Con, right? You don't right. Get to go out and do other and hang stuff. out and yeah. stuff. So yeah, so it was really nice. It was just kind of cool. We went to the beach a lot just to walk around and. I brought my knitting with me. I didn't need a ton, but I did bring it with me, so I had it, and yeah, it was pretty relaxing. It's good. What yeah. else? What else did you do there besides eat and drink? We just here? ate. I just, we just ate. We just you ate. went to Mysterious Galaxy. I went to Mysterious Galaxy, which is an independent bookstore in San Diego, focusing on mostly sci-fi, fantasy, you know, young adults. It's like genre fiction mostly, um, and it's really cool. They have a new location, which is really nice. Did you, did you find it okay? You yeah, see what yeah. I meant? It was sort of like in the, yes. in the back. Yeah. I did find it. It was totally cool. They're so nice there. And so nice. There's just these candy <laughs> on the other side of it. My friend went and we bought some candy. Uh, good. Yeah. But that was it. So, yeah, we're both back for at least a little while. So, uh, hopefully our episodes will be more regular again. No, Kimberly's shaking her head because no. she's going somewhere. I'm going somewhere, but okay. <laughs> it, will be, it will be regular starting in September. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll do what we can. We try to get together as much as possible, but uh, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Life is crazy. Yeah, so. and we get together and we, we, we don't podcast. Right, we do other things. <laughs> we so. do other random things. That's how it is. So let's get on with the uh, knitting. What are you working on? Whip it. Whip it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, of course, I'm working on the modern baby blanket. Yes. Um, your log cabin. My log cabin. It looks bigger. Dude, it's massive. Look how big yeah. this thing is. Look how big this is. Nice. Yeah, we're going to take a picture. Yeah. So, I am on, um, I think, block eight. And how many total are there? I think ten or twelve. I okay. Think yeah, it's actually pretty big. I'm on eight. Yeah, so... Here's what I'm realizing, which is sort of interesting. When I originally bought the yarn, which is Mad Tosh, uh-huh. I bought the yarn and I was going by not just the the gauge, but by the yards, right? <clears throat> but I'm looking at this blanket right now, mm-hmm. and this thing is big, and I'm only on the second skein of most of these colors. So you have three skeins of each? I got three of oh. each. So I'm actually wondering if I only needed two of each. Oh, Hmm. And Mad Tosh is not cheap. Right. So I'm like, oh, but I don't want to say anything. I'm not going to, you know, think about it yet. Right, right. Because if you miraculously run out of yarn somehow. I might run out. Yeah, I don't want to, like, you know, sell it or anything yet. I'm going to yeah, wait until the project is done. A matching sweater outfit board. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I was thinking that about. cute. I was thinking about maybe saving two of the colors, but not all four. Because okay. all four is, like, it's a, a lot. lot. Right. It's a lot. So. Just I might save two of the colors, and that way I can make, like, booties and, like, a hat or mm-hmm. whatever. But I mean, they're great yeah, colors. I, they're beautiful colors, but I was like, seriously, I'm going, seriously, I'm only on the second ball? Really? And this thing's massive. Do you I, don't want to make it bigger? Well, I only, I don't think so. Okay. I think this is going to be it. Like, by the time, by the time I'm done with this, mm-hmm. and I've blocked it. It's going to be big. It, I think it's going to be big. This is supposed to be crib size. Oh, okay. But does this, I think it looks like a crib size now. Uh, I mean, I don't really know what crib size is, to tell you the truth. Right, right. But see, it's like kind of why I think it's I think it's really close to crib size. Okay. Now. So we'll see. Um, I'm pretty excited. I mean, that's the best thing to do is to not. I mean, to have more yarn, right? Right, right. You don't want to run. You don't want to run yarn. out of yarn. It just it is kind of frustrating when you have that much left over, though, because then you think 
I could have bought some different yarn. Yeah, I could have bought with some this different money. or bought the, yeah. So I think maybe but it's Matage. If you know, it's Matage, you yeah, can always people, do something. Yeah, with it's it. going to be fine. So right. um, I'm going to keep maybe one or two of them, and then maybe put the others on trading or sell it or something. So okay, we'll see. But I'm pretty excited about it. I mean, this is basically I'm referring to this as my Game of Thrones blanket. Because all I did was watch Game of Thrones while knitting it. It's, like, perfect for Game of Thrones. Like, there's so much on screen Mm -hmm. happening. You can just, like, knit in in this, um, you know, garter stitch Mm -hmm. and calm yourself down. From what? From all the madness. From season four. I just finished season four. Okay. Calm yourself from season four and all the death that takes place. Okay. So... You're so funny. That was pretty good. Okay. How about you? What else are you working on? Oh, right now I am working on... Something pretty. Yes, my Rose City Roller Socks. This is oh, my nice. second pair. Mm-hmm. And this is the, one I, the pair I'm making for my mom. Nice. Out of the Lorna's Laces Shepherd Sock in Dandelion, which is yellow and green and teal, blue, you know. And this is the second sock. I did finish one sock. I'm going to show it to Kimberly right now. Here's one sock. It's not blocked or anything. That's super cute. It's very cute. And it does, it's funny how it knit up because it is striping. It's stripey. It looks striped. Perfect. <laughs> yes. And so I made the toe a little shorter because my mom's feet are a little smaller than mine. Uh, I just, how are anyone's feet smaller than yours? You have tiny feet. My feet are average size. Tweed's feet are tiny. It's because I've got big hobbit feet, but Tweed's feet are tiny. But I'm a hobbit too. Your feet are tiny. Look, my feet... (laughs) Your feet... You're like a seven, right? Like a seven or seven and a half. Yeah, I'm like... My feet are kind of narrow. Yeah, they're narrow. I'm an eight and a half, and I'm shorter than you. Like, a lot shorter than you. You have traditional hobbit feet. I do. I have traditional hobbit feet. But we are both hobbits. Yes. 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 Don't discriminate. Yes. (laughs) So, yes, my mom's feet are a little smaller. I think she... She usually probably runs between a, a six and a half and a seven. It's so, so nice to have, like, little dainty feet. I have <laughs> massive feet. <laughs> it's easier to find shoes in bigger sizes, though. It is, but yeah. eight and a half is a really common size. So seven and a half. Is it? Yeah, so yeah. I never... I'm not one of those people I get to go to, like, Marshalls or something and find, like, the perfect shoe. Right. It's always just really the leftovers so that people right. don't want. <laughs> it's usually, like, size 10 and size 6 or Oh, something. yeah, yeah, size 6. Or you see the perfect shoe, and it's in a size 10. Right. And I look at it, and I'm like... Do you think I could maybe no. stuff it? No. So I can, or if I wear really big socks, plain Cinderella. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yes, uh, this is the second sock. I just finished the heel last night and picked up the gusset stitches, and now I'm just gonna work the foot until the end. It and looks like summer. It's like a really it is pretty very yellow summery. and a green. I don't know what green that it's is. It's like a limey green. Lime green and the pretty pretty like turquoise blue turquoise blue it's yes. like summer I think my mom will like it she likes bright colors and she really loves is loved... it a surprise? no I mean I told her I was making her a pair she saw my uh, first pair and I told her I would make her a pair so oh, nice yeah I don't I think I sent her maybe an in progress picture of these when they were really small but mm-hmm. you know it'll be kind of a surprise I don't know if I'm gonna wait till Christmas or if I'm just gonna give them to her mm-hmm. most yeah. likely I'll probably just give them to her yeah because my mom's awesome. I always do that, though. I was like, I'm going to wait till Christmas. And I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm just going to give it to you now. Right. That's what's happening right now with Twee's Christmas gift. Mm, she already bought it. I already bought it. She told me about it. I already told her about it. I told her, why are you buying it six months ahead? You're going to kill yourself. I know. And I was like, no, because it's like a special diet. You know how that is. Like, you find something and it's on sale and it's only on sale a limited time. And I was like, oh, I'm totally going to buy this for her. This is great. She's going to love it. She's going to love it. But it's like sitting there and it's like 
claw it's eating at me that I can't give it to her. <laughs> and it's awful. And I've got to wait another five months. And I keep telling her, I'm like, I've got your Christmas present. And she's like, dude, like, I know. Why did you buy it so early? I'm like, dude, I need to give it to you soon. Like, it's awful. You should hide it from yourself. I probably need to hide it from myself. But then I, you have to remind me where Yeah, I don't forget where it is. I'm like, I know I bought her something. Where is it? That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, these stocks are going well. I hope to finish them soon. I put them down for a while. And so that's why not... A lot of progress was made, and but I, I picked them up again, so uh, they should be done soon. They're good travel projects. Yes, I did bring them. These are the ones I brought to San Diego. Nice. I did knit on them a bit while we waited for our various foods, and all the, I did was eat. Is that the one? You brought that, too, to Comic-Con when you went to San Diego, right? Yes. See? I thought I saw a picture of mm-hmm. you waiting in line. I did. They're, they're my little Batman bag that I made, so. Yeah, yeah. No, they're perfect for travel. Yeah. Nice. And are you knitting anything else? Um, I was knitting, um, we talked about it, the Pine Forest Baby Blanket. Yes. With the Sublime. That you, that you found hidden in a drawer found, somewhere. I know. So here's my thing. I am not close to finishing that, but no. it's a fast knit, so I am making myself finish a project before I start this other project, which I really, really want to start. So I'm going to try to finish that or the Modern Baby Blanket, mm-hmm. um, and then I'll be able to start my new project and talk about that. But it's sort of like contingent. Right, right, you know, right. You want to finish one before I you start it. Yeah, I don't want to have too many Well, we um, talked about this progress. previously, too. How, are you going to have enough yarn? We, I don't know. Because the, the sublime ball, the, the they're sublime, small. the sublime balls. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the sublime balls. They're, they're, now we're going to have to put a warning on I it. Know. <laughs> I just know they're put up on their uh, skin or balls of yarn are usually small. They see they're like, I think fifty grams, and I just remember them being really small. Yeah. And you didn't have that many when you showed it to me. No, I only had five. And so, see, here's the thing: it's another one of these things like this, like the modern baby blanket. It's like I did it by the yardage, right? And by the the pattern, right? And it says I only needed this many yards for this pattern. You're using the same weight. So yeah, yeah huh. I'm using the same Weird. weight. So it's technically supposed to work. But whereas the modern baby blanket, I've got oodles of yarn left. I think. Right. I don't know if I'm gonna have oodles of yarn left for this, so I think I'm just gonna go till the end and see where and you are. see where I, I am. I guess you could always buy some more and de-stash. Yeah, I can buy some more or just you know Make block it. it. I mean, it's really uh-huh. just a baby blanket, so it doesn't have to be perfect. Huge, yeah. Or just imagine it just being a long, skinny rectangle. That's just a weird shape. Yeah, hopefully it'll be a little bit yeah. fatter than that. Okay, yeah, but we'll see. I mean, again, I went by the direction. Sometimes I just don't know if. Right. You know, and the gauge and everything, and I'm like, this right, is supposed right. to work. If your gauge is off, but sometimes it can make a difference. But my gauge isn't usually smaller. My gauge is usually, like, I'm usually a, a loose, not a looser knitter. I'm usually on gauge, right. but this one seems like because the yarn is so, like, elastic. Right, it is very springy. It's very big. Like, it's way, it, it seems larger, like I'm knitting larger. Hmm. So it definitely should be enough. But yeah, I'm looking okay. at the amount of yarn left, and I'm thinking... Mm, I'm worried. I'm sure. Okay, well, I will think positive thoughts for Thank your, you. your yardage there. Yeah. Uh, are you working anything else? Nope, those are the only two ones I'm focusing on. Okay. I'm uh, mostly focusing on two, so my podcast is not boring. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm working on a lot of things. I want to knit all the things right now, but I did take a trip to the Frog Pond. Ooh, it was yeah. sad. Do you... I don't know. It seems so long ago now. Do you remember that cowl I was working on that was had the cream? 
on the bottom. It was the... Is that the big fat one with the hot pink or the black or whatever? No, that's a different no, one. No, it was called... It was the Spirit Within Me Cal, and the bottom was a textured pattern that I was doing in yes. the cream color, and yes. I was going to switch to a variegated for the second part. I remember that one. So, it was going along swimmingly, and I got through the cream, and I had just started uh, using the variegated yarn, but I was just looking at it thinking... And so, if you haven't seen this cowl, it's beautiful, and it's got textured pot pattern on the bottom and then sort of an eyelet pattern on the top and use two different yarns. Mm-hmm. But it's a really tall cowl. Yeah. You know, it's... I don't know the exact measurements of what it's supposed to be, but after it finished the solid color, it was already maybe like nine inches tall or even taller. And I was just imagining putting it around my neck and it... it you know, bury I, could pull, you. I could pull it down over my shoulders, which some people have done, but... You know, it would still stick up pretty high, you know, over my, you know, chin Remember people, and hobbits. stuff. Well, and also, we live in Southern California. You can't have anything and that big and I was just thinking, yeah. realistically, am I going to am I gonna be able to wear this? Right. You know? Right. And I had even thought that while I was knitting it, before I got to that you, point. You were thinking, this I was, is big. I was thinking, oh, is this too, is this going to be just too bulky and big for where I live and because I liked the yarn a lot the variegated yarn that was the Stimpy Lab I was I just didn't want to make something that I wouldn't be able to wear you know and I'd waste the yarn or I'd have to knit it all and then decide and then realize that I wouldn't wear it and then rip it all out again right so I stopped thought about it and and then just you know just really decided that I, it wasn't a wearable item for me. Aww. So I ripped it. ripped it out. It was a bummer. I think the pattern's Aww, really cool. It's really pretty. I just couldn't... And I have scarves and cowls and stuff. It was just... I just think the... Yeah. Just the dimensions weren't something that would be real... Like, likely for me to wear. You yeah. know, I find it... I probably find it stifling because I don't even like turtlenecks, really. Yeah. So... That was a bummer. So that was That's a total bummer. Can we consider that, I guess, negative knitting? It's like frogged. Yeah. It's frogged. It's like knitting in reverse, which is sad. So, But to make up for it, I started a bunch of other things. Of course you did. Which you will appreciate. So let me reach over here. And this is... I haven't uh, made much progress yeah, on like this. That. Yes. I have a Big Hero 6 project bag that I made. It's cute. Uh, but I started the Dotted Ray Shawl by Stephen West. I think we talked about it before. I, did, I wanted yeah. to make it, and so I finally just decided to start it, and I'm pulling out for Kimberly. And so here's the very start of it. Oh, that's so sweet. And it's not very big right now. It's only a couple of inches tall and maybe five inches wide right now. And I am using, what yarn am I using? I'm using the Aracanya Huasco, mm-hmm. and that, I think it's called Huasco Lace, even though it's a fingering weight yarn, somehow lace weight yarn, and this is in the Fuchsia Orange colorway, and if you remember, I bought this a while ago when I visited a new yarn store. Do you remember this one? It's this weird sort of I do remember hot that pink one. and orange and purple. purple, but also some brown in it. It's really interesting. It looks like you took a whole bunch of berries and smashed them together. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. It's a little bit fluorescent, but also kind of muddy. It's a really yeah. interesting color, and I, I wanted to make a big shawl with it. I bought two skeins, and so, yes, I started The Dotted Race by Stephen West. If you guys haven't seen it, it's a sort of, I think, almost, I think it's an asymmetrical, like, sort of shawl, but it's in a crescent shape. It starts off sort of in one quarter, and then you make these little 
crescent wedges, but you use short rows. So you can't really tell right now, but soon, like, one side will start to get sort of, like, wider, Mm -hmm. you know? And what am I using? Oh, I had some needle issues with this. I had to switch needles a few times before I found needles that worked for this. And it wasn't the size of the needles. It was more the... The material. Mm-hmm. I started off, I think, with metal needles. I don't remember what brand, but uh, they were just so slippery, and I kept losing stitches. Every right. time I put my yarn down, like you know, you know that sometimes when the needle just fall out of the stitches, yeah, and you just have a bunch of live stitches hanging out there, and that's when I panic. Right. So I finally switched to the only pair that I have of these carbon circulars. I have the carbon double points, which I really like, but I only have one pair of circulars. And so, but they were in the right size, so I, I pulled them out. And these are much better because the carbon fiber um, on the body of the needle kind of grabs. But the tips are still metal, so they, you know, they're pretty pointy. So I can still get in there to do my yarn overs and things. Mm-hmm. So I think I found the right needle finally. But um, I, haven't, I haven't made a ton of progress. It's pretty cute, though. But it's like a little cute. flag. It's a little flag right now. It's a really cool construction. Stephen West patterns are so interesting. I always forget because if I haven't done one in a while because they kind of look sort of cool, but they don't seem complicated. And they're not really complicated, but once you start doing them, you realize that you, you need to pay attention. Yeah. He doesn't really do a lot of mindless knits, even though his designs come out sort of simple-looking. Like, simple, but you could tell that there's some kind of cool construction going on, you know? And so I just have to pay attention when I'm I'm working on this, so I can only do it very specific times. Uh, Not when I'm, you know, zoning out or anything, so. And then the next thing I started, ooh. I, like you, know everyone who, all they do, all they do now is have babies. Everyone's having a baby. That's all they do. And so I started a new baby blanket. Nice for who? Do you know who? Yes, it's uh, my friend, Dahlia. You know her. Yeah. And she's having a boy in September. And she's a little, not bummed that it's a boy, because she's happy to have any sex baby. But I think she kind of wanted a girl. Right. So that she could, you know, buy girly things. Yeah. I think she thinks that girl clothes are just more fun, which I don't know if is actually true. It's just what she thinks. Right. So I wanted to make her a fun blanket that just wasn't one color or something boring. And so I am doing the pattern that you've done a bunch of times, and it's the, the chevron. Yes, the chevron baby blanket by Space Trico, and I am doing mine out of Knit Picks Comfy, which is a cotton acrylic blend. It's mostly cotton. I believe it's eighty twenty. Let me look. It's right here. Oh, it's seventy five cotton, twenty five acrylic. You want to feel it? Oh, it's soft. Yeah, it's the first time I've used. Um, you don't the, normally use. Comfy. I don't use a ton of cotton, but this is the first time I've used Comfy uh, from Knit Picks, and it's pretty nice. I mean, it's really soft, and the colors are really pretty. They are really pretty. I'm still not the biggest fan of knitting with cotton. This has a little wool in it, yeah. you know, so it's not quite as stiff as 100% cotton. But you can definitely tell still. Sometimes I've, when I knit for a little while, my arms, my hands, and arms start to get tired because like, you know just the stiffness of cotton. But the color... The colors are great. Talk about the colors. The colors are great. I, I didn't think of these colors. Uh, if you go to my Ravelry page for this blanket, I linked to the person who originally came up with who they did their blanket out of these two. I'm not even the only person to copy this person. 
there's at least one other person who copied the same color scheme. Oh, nice. And so it's a beautiful color combo. There's five colors, and they range from turquoise blue to, like, a silvery gray, a honeydew melony green, a dark brown, and then a sort of light blue, right? Yeah. Altogether, I don't know. The, the effect is just really nice. It's very, it's very relaxing. Yes. This color combo is great. The yeah. first person who thought of this to put these together. Good job. Brilliant. Um, I'll read you the colors uh, in case you're interested. They are marine, honeydew, seafoam, whisker, and hawk. And so, yeah, I've done, I think there's 20 chevron repeats total about, and I've done about six chevron stripes. So I'm about a quarter of the way through. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the pattern's pretty easy to memorize. I added a garter stitch border on the edges and on the bottom. Mm-hmm. You didn't, did you? Anything like that? Um, I don't think I did. Okay. I'd actually done a row or two without it, but then I decided I, I like I would like it better with it, so I ripped it out and did it again. So, but it's really pretty. I really like it, and I'm using my Chiagu interchangeables. I think I'm trying to think of what size this is. I am not sure. Maybe an, a US eight. This sounds about right. Yeah, Kimberly's knitting with her Chiagus right now. She's on the fence about them. I'm not sure. Yeah. They're not the interchangeable ones. No, they're the fixed. Yeah, they're the fixed ones. I think they're too grabby for her uh, Madeline Tosh. Yeah, they're not really... The Mad Tosh isn't slipping easily. Mm-hmm. So I'm constantly, like, shifting yeah. them on the... Right, trying to cord. push and pull them. Yeah, I really don't like that. Yeah. It's great for this, this, this cotton, and um, I have an interchangeable set, which I really like, so... Exciting. Yeah, and uh, I think that's all I'm working on, which is a lot of things. I wanted to start more things, but I... Made myself stop. You put a kibosh on it. Yes. I, I like to start things. I like to knit many things at once. You so. do. You, you do. do. So uh, the next segment is usually a faux show, but we don't have... We have no faux shows. Yes. We have nothing to show you because guys. Because we are only knitting products that are... Never ending. <laughs> this is... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I feel like all my projects are never ending. I'm just not a fast knitter. It's unfortunate. It's okay. It's more about the process. Yeah. For me, at least, a lot of people, you know, there's that whole process versus product knitting, and there's that, not debate, but, you know, people tend to fall more into one camp than the other, and I definitely fall more into the process knitter. How about you? Yeah, I think I'd probably fall into the process knitter more. I mean, I usually... Because I like bigger, not like construction, not like clothes or sweaters, Mm -hmm. but I like baby blankets. I like kind of just... Doing it. Relaxing, yeah. The motions, yeah. yeah. I like to learn new techniques and stuff, so often I'll do projects just to learn something new. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind giving things away, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about you guys? We want to, I'd like to know, actually. It's always a fun question to ask when you're with knitters, you know? Yeah, if you're Everyone has a sort of a different take on it, so. Okay, so no foes. Uh, we are going to move on to cued, <laughs> and I think that's only me. I only cued one thing. Oh, you did cue something. Okay. I don't I don't know if we talked about it last time. Would it, let me see. Where is it? Uh Oh, so we we didn't. We didn't. We didn't. No. So, there's a knit along which is happening now. I think so. Right? It's the Great Divide knit along because it's called the Great Divide Shawl by Michelle Brown. Um I bought it off of Ravelry. I think it was a couple bucks. 
uh, was not expensive, and it's this very pretty uh, DK weight yarn shawl, triangular mm-hmm. shawl that wraps around you. It's two colors. It's two colors, um, and I picked I picked two really pretty different colors from Republic of Wool. Right. So I picked plume and parfait. Right. And we went to the um, we went to the event Republic of Wool. She came to the altered stitch, which we'll talk about later, but. There was an event there where um, Michelle of Republic of Wool was helping people pick out fun color combos for the Great Divide. Kimberly made this combo by herself, which is also awesome. I did. I was like, I'm going to take the most rainbow weave colors and stick them together. So one of them... um, So again, this is cued because I haven't started it, so this is the project that I want to start really badly. Oh, is this the one? Yeah, but I can't because I gotta finish finish one project. Well, tell me when you start because I have the yarn for this too. Oh, good. So then we can do a little mini knit along. Yes. Because the knit along's happening now. We've missed it. Right. Just with the shop, I think. Yeah. So So, um, I got the. the, There's plume and parfait. One of them is. I don't remember which one is which. I've got it listed on my Ravelry. Yes. Okay, we'll just describe the colors. So one of them is a really pretty. Um, light blue mm-hmm. slash light green slash purplish mix. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of white in it too. There's a lot of white. It's almost like washed out. Um, it looks kind of like the ocean. Mm-hmm. It's very pretty. That's a pretty one. And actually, these are both, I think, colorways she debuted at the shop. I don't know if she'll be having them in her own shop. She probably will. I don't think they're exclusive or anything. Yeah. But these were the first time that she... They were out. Yeah, they were out. So. In the wild. Yes. And what's the other color? The other color is this really pretty pink. I think it's like a salmon pink. Right. It's kind of corally salmon. Corally salmon. And then there's like little hints of like a yellow mustard. I think so. And peach. It's like a chartreuse. Yeah. It's like green. It's like green. Like a yellowy green. And then this this is like a... There's a... It's a like bright orange. Bright orange mm-hmm. and like... Or peach. Right. Um, so they're both, one of them is super variegated, like the bluish one is like way more different, way more variegated, lots of different colors. The The pinky one is not as, as much. Mm-hmm. So you put it together, of course it's a rainbow. Of course. Which I love. Rainbows. Um, but I think that this will be really nice because the pattern is sort of alternates. Right, I think it's every couple of rows you switch. You so switch. it ends up looking kind of stripey. Yeah. Yes. So I'm really excited about that. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, I've queued a lot of things. Yeah. I've been wanting to knit everything, so I've been on Ravelry a lot, and I'm in a very summery shawl kind of mindset. Which is interesting because it's Southern California, it's like 110 degrees right now. Right, well, I think that's why I I don't want to knit a giant Sweater. jumper right now, yes. So I really want to knit a lot of, like, airy shawls, and also things because I have so much... Uh, yarn that's yeah. sort of in the fingering way I want I'm, I've been looking for a lot of patterns to sort of use those up so the first thing I queue though is is a shawl but it's not fingering weight it's worsted weight and it's called Demelza Song by Kalura Hudson and that's actually a free pattern and it is a triangular shawl with I think there's some lace and maybe like a scalloped edging and it uses two skeins of Malabrigo worsted which is really cool because I have a ton of Malibu Wars. Yeah. I mean, I know I can use it for other things, but it's kind of fun to find a pattern that was written with this in mind that's something a little more unusual mm-hmm. because I think in Mal Worsted you see a lot of you know, scarves and hats and sweaters. 
uh, I think worsted weight shawls are just not as common, yeah. you know? And I think it'll be really squishy, and I have, beautiful. I have tons of Malabrigo worsted. Though I want more, so I need to use some. Nice. Yes. And the next thing I queued is the Pebble Beach Shawl by Helen Stewart. Helen is the podcaster behind the Curious Handmade podcast, and she's also a very prolific designer. And the Pebble Beach Shawl is another crescent-shaped shawl. She just recently updated this pattern, and when it originally came out, it was a shawlette out of fingering weight yarns. It was like a little, and I don't really do shawlettes because I don't know what, how to wear them. They're too short, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't wear kerchiefs and things. I need to be like a scarf or bigger. Yeah. And so she actually updated this with new sizing with a medium and large size oh, using great. lace weight yarn. Nice. Which I've been seeing um, products pop up on Instagram and Ravelry, and they're so pretty in the bigger size. And I don't have a ton of lace yarn because I stopped buying it because I realized I never used it. Mm-hmm. But I do have some, and I'm planning to use some Malabrigo lace. Awesome. Yeah. And that's a, I don't know if you remember, but that's a single ply lace. They come in these, like, tiny little, I do like, remember skeins. Them. Yeah. But because they're lace, they look really tiny, but there's, yeah. I think, at least 400, 450 yards Deceiving. of Deceiving. Yes. And I have a lot of that, too, because I buy, apparently I buy everything Malabrigo, but I haven't used any of it because I'm just not sure what to do with lace weight. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to list, um, make a ton of complicated lace shawls. Right. But something like this, I think, is cool. It is lace, but it's not, it's pretty, I think... It's like simple and intuitive, and it looks looks really cool. So, right. I actually have wound some yarn already for that. Awesome, yeah. And so the next thing, I know, so many things. I just found. Oh, I just found this one today, and it's called Sunkissed by Veronica Job, and she is the person behind Yawk Yarns. Oh, nice. Yeah, they, this just came on Ravelry today, and it is another... <laughs> We're looking today. <laughs> I look every, I'm on Ravelry every day, Kimberly. I love it. I love it. And this is a triangular... Like, I found this, and it was only up 15 minutes ago. Yes, this is a triangular shawl, and I actually have a printout for you to look at. Oh, that's pretty, yeah. And it is out of fingering weight, and it's another one where they call for two skeins of yarn... One that's more of a solid color, and then yeah. one here they use a speckled. Nice. So, and it has a sort of lace edging with it looks like little scallops or a picot or something. Pretty. And it's just another good way to use up. Is uh, the edging bigger? Is that different? Is that a larger yarn? No, one their yarn they call for a Little Brother by Yoth, which is a fingering weight, and then this is Tosh Merino Light. Okay. So I actually think they're both fingering weight. Okay. I think it's just the way it's knit because uh, it in the in the body of the shawl, it's sort of garter stripes, but the edging is, it looks like sort of like a mesh lace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just, I think it looks, it maybe looks like it's a lar- uh, larger yarn. Yeah. So I think that'll be really fun. I just need to find two colors to do that with. And the last thing I have queued is a t-shirt, a knitted t-shirt. What? Yeah, I, I'm kind of on the fence about I'm it. I'm skeptical. Because I'm just trying to think if I'm going to wear it. But I was watching a, a video podcast, uh, Little Bobbins, uh-huh. and well, she's super cute. And while she was talking, I kept thinking, her top is super cute. And then she mentioned that she, because I don't think I had, I think I was 
behind, but so I started the current one and was moving backwards. Yeah, yeah. So she she probably talked about it in one of the you know a few episodes before, but I hadn't gotten there yet. And but she mentioned something about you know she wanted to get the same yarn because or she was gonna maybe make another one or something. So then she ended up talking about it again. And so I looked it up, and it is the Water Lily by Megan Fernandez, and that's in an issue of Pom Pom Magazine. I think it's summer 2014. Huh. And it's a really cute top that's just like a little tee. And it's not going to on the bottom, but the top half has like a, I think it's a V-ish top neckline. Uh, neckline. But then it's like lace, you know? Lace, uh, lace like uh, sleeves? Like, I, I think the whole like sort of, there's like a top panel, like the, pan- oh, the top right. part. And it just looks really cute and it looked cool. And, I'm, you know, I'm on the fence because I just don't know how much I'm going to wear it, but it's percolating in my mind. I want to kind of try it. Right. And I've looked at all the products on Ravelry, and they're all really cute. And, and maybe I'd wear it. <laughs> I think it'd be fun to make. Yeah. You know? Well, and you never know. Like, sometimes you make it, and then you put it on, and you're like, this is fabulous. Yeah, this is awesome. You just and never know. I bought a dress like that. It was, like, the most hideous dress on the hanger. And I just thought, yeah, for some reason, you decided to take it in and try it on? Yeah, I thought, it's on sale. I'm totally going to try this on. And it's really flattering on me and really pretty on me. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is great. So I bought it. Right. But you never know until you try it, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, I just, I feel like a lot of podcasters right now are talking about, you know, summer knitting. And a lot of them are into things like, you know, teas, like yeah. knit teas. Yeah. And I was always really against it. I just didn't think it would be something I would wear. But I'm kind of liking the idea. Yeah, go for it. So I might, I might give it a go. I fully support you and on this adventure. You know, if it's something I don't wear, I don't wear it. But uh, I'd like to try it. Well, so. exactly. What's the worst that's going to happen? You don't wear it, right? You probably give it away. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm cool with that. And it's, yeah, like we said, process dinner anyway. Yeah. So, and uh, that's um, that's the end of my long cue list for this week. Pretty cool. And next we have, oh, let's talk about uh, events. Yeah, let's talk about our time at the um, at the Altered Stitch. So the Altered Stitch is a small, um, very cute uh, yarn shop. <laughs> yeah, yarn shop. In, I want to say it's in... Its technical address is Valley Village, Valley Village. But it's pretty much... I mean, if you're from the L.A. area, you'll know it's in Studio City. North Hollywood. Oh, North Hollywood? Okay. Yeah, I think it's in North okay, Hollywood. Okay, North Hollywood. That area. It's on Magnolia near... Wisset. Yes. <laughs> Insider, if you're not from LA, that makes no sense. But, and it's a really cute shop, and they actually just started carrying spinning fiber and tools. Yeah, which is which cool. Which is really exciting for me, because I do spin a little bit, and there aren't a ton of shops nearby that carry equipment or, you know, fiber, you know, in the store. So that's really cool. But they were hosting, um... The Public of Bowl. And, oh, they are, and also uh, Mara Catherine Brenner, the designer behind the Rose City Rollers. And she and Michelle from Republic of were both going to be there. And I'm not going to lie, we kind of showed up like stalkers like an hour early. We showed up really early. Yes. This was, but in our defense, like you never can tell with these things. Like sometimes you show up early and there's huge amounts of people there early and there's like only a little bit of yarn left. We yes. were concerned because we didn't want to we didn't want to miss the yarn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's not let's not be shy. We wanted yarn. We wanted yarn. We came for the yarn. We figured if we went there early, there would be yarn. Get out of our way. Yes. But uh serious. It was pretty it was actually, you know, 
I mean, people came later, but when we got there, there wasn't really much going on. So we hung out for a while. And we had a good half an hour to like look over all the. Oh yarns yeah, we there. had a giant basket of yarn. Yeah, to look through. Great. Yeah, it was it was fun, and then um, and then they came. And it was really cool. They're very lovely. They're very nice. And we talked to um, both of them. Uh, and it was a lovely, lovely day. Like, Altered Stitch did a really nice little, you know, area for them to sit. Oh, yeah, there was a ton of samples. Yeah. We had so many cool knit samples. And there was a lot of Stephen West designs, if you like, you know, his designs. Mm-hmm. And there was just, her colors are so, uh, just different and amazing and you don't think they would go together because they're often a little bit you know there's so many different colors in them and they're a little crazy looking but you know she puts them together and you know in these two color shawls and you know, brioche and stuff and it just looks fantastic they remind me of like sherbert yes they're sh- very sherberty quality they're very sherberty summery light colors bright the colors she does really well i think are with that Peachy coral, yeah, you know, mint green, refreshing. Yes, refreshing colors. Very refreshing, and she was wearing some great knits. Yeah, she was, and it was just it was really fun. We hung out for a while and talked to you know the you know the other yarn, other knitters, the other knitters, and it was cool. And we bought we bought some yarn. Yeah, it was a really nice event. Yeah. And then when we were leaving, because we had been there for so long, <laughs> we, were, we were leaving and a whole bunch of other people were coming in. Right. So there it was, was nice that we got there early so we could yeah. talk to them. There was a lot of people who came. Uh, we were just really early. Yeah. We were, <laughs> we were just very... We were just excited. I guess that's a word for it. Yeah. But that was a great <laughs> event. Um, if you haven't been to the Altered Stitch, you should go. They, they were just... Um, they were another yarn store previous, but they were bought and redone. Mm-hmm. They redid the inside, and everything's really, really beautiful yeah. inside and they has a nice flow. New, they just got some new cubbies and stuff. Yeah, it looks really nice. So try the Altered Stitch if you're yeah. in the North Hollywood, San Fernando Valley area. Yeah, for visiting. Yeah. So let's move on to retail therapy because I, I want to talk about... All um, we bought. All the yarn. Well, you kind of talked about yours already. Kimberly. I did. I talked about the Republic of Wool, the two Republic of Wools. Right. And um, I also bought some Republic of Wool. Hang on. Let me put my knitting down. Let me get my Republic of Wool out. I bought three skeins of the DK Weight. Two of them I bought for a great divide like you. Mm-hmm. And one was just for fun. And this was sort of a pre-made kit. They had some kits that they had made up of uh, color combos that are adorably tied with a ribbon. And I think they come with a project bag and a little button. Button, button, who's got the button? Yes. So this is the one you actually originally had, but I wasn't going to get it when you were going to get it because I didn't want to have the same Yeah, it was the last color um, combination together. Of this one. Yeah. Yes. And it's really pretty. The two colors are Old Soul. And oxidized. I keep forgetting the names of them. I, I have my show notes here, and there's just little stars where the names are. So Old Soul is a really beautiful, uh, variegated, and speckled yarn that is predominantly orange and... Ooh, what is this? Maybe like a taupey? Yeah. Taupey brown. And there's like hot pink in there. Right, and there's speckles of magenta and purple. I guess it's not hot pink, is it? It's like a berry pink. I think it's more magenta. Yeah, magenta. Yeah. These beautiful speckles. It reminds me of like raspberries. Yes. And then, which one oxidized is that, again, that beautiful sort of minty green that she does. And this is a speckle dyed with um, a mix of chartreuse and I think it's 
maybe browns and yeah, a bit of red yeah. speckle in. And I think this is going to be a really interesting color combo. Yeah. This mint and orange, you know? And it's just really pretty. And then the third skin I bought, oh, where are you, is called Wild Thing. Mm-hmm. And this is a That's really, really yeah, this is a, yeah, I can't even know how to explain this, but basically it's like a stone gray blue and chartreuse and orange and then some other speckly awesomeness going like it. through it. And she had a sample it up in a hat and it almost looked like it made stripes. I'm not sure if this will, but her hat did. Oh, cool. I didn't see the hat. Oh, it was on the sample table. Oh, I think yeah. I remember the hat. Yeah. So we are very excited about our Republic of Wool purchases. We will be starting... Something's in it along soon. Yes, as soon as we'll Kimberly finishes something, because I will start something whenever. Yeah, but Kimberly won't. So I'm knitting as fast as I can. Yes. What else have you bought lately? Um, the only other thing I bought was something that I hinted to last time, and that was the Joker and the Thief kit. Yes. From Sunshine Yarns. Yeah. Let's. Can we take a minute to talk about Sunshine Yarns? Uh, I love Sunshine Yarns. Uh, <laughs> Sunshine Yarns is an indie dyer of Colorado, and we've actually been following her for a really long time. Like, since we started knitting. Yes. Yeah. I think she and maybe Sweet Georgia were the first two yeah. sort of indie dyers that we both fell in love with. And both of them are, you know, much bigger companies now, which is awesome. But I still have, you know, a really soft spot for both of them. Especially um, Danny from Sunshine Yarns. We used to, I used to email her a lot about certain things. And she was actually kind of one of the first people I knew of who was doing colorways based on sort of fandom Themes, things. Yeah. yeah, because she does most of her stuff is very nature-inspired. Like, all of her stuff, you know, she's from Colorado, or she lives there, and she, you know, all these things are just very nature-minded. But um, years ago, she started a, like, a yarn, a club that was Harry Potter-inspired. Yeah, that was great. And we joined that, and that was just so fun. And she's done a lot of stuff since. You know, she's done, I think, The Hunger Games, and she does a really fun summer series every year where she asks people on the, her Ravelry board to submit pictures that remind them of summer, and she'll choose, I think, like, five or six of them, or maybe even more, and create a colorway based on that. And I think I actually had, like years ago, had at least one or two of my pictures chosen as colorways. Nice. So it was really cool. So we love her, and I haven't ordered anything from her in a long time, and that's only because I have so much of her yarn I haven't used yet. I joined almost every club she had, Mm -hmm. you know, when I first started, and I'm not going to lie, I probably have at least 50 skeins of her yarn at home. Wow. So I can't buy any for a while, even though I get her updates and, you know, I still kind of troll... (laughs) the boards uh, so I was really excited when Kimberly was told me that she was going to buy some yarn it was exciting this is a really pretty kit too yes. so the Joker and the Thief is a really really interesting uh, shawl oh, I think it was by Melanie Bird yeah I think so and it was um, let me look I thought I wrote it down yeah yeah Melanie Berg and it's it's um, gradient it's a gradient yes and there's a main color, which is this really pretty silvery gray. Mm-hmm. And that was done in the one Ultra Lux light. Yeah, and that's a single ply? And that's a single ply. Fingering weight. And then we have three one-third, three-third <laughs> skeins. I'm sorry. Let me say that again. Six one-third skeins okay. of the gradient set. Okay. And this color combination. So lovely. Uh, I really liked it. You know, I. It, it's option number 15. 
Um, and so the number, the names of the gradients are feather. Oh, I'm sorry. That was the name of the the main color. The main color is feather, is that which is the gray. gray. Okay. Ultra Lux Light Feather, and then the contrasting colors are Cherry Blossom Gradient Set. Okay. And one's like a, a creamy white, and then it goes to a very light pink, like a baby pink, and then it goes to a slightly darker pink, like maybe a lollipop pink, and then it goes to a darker pink, and then a darker reddish pink, and then the last one is pretty much like a, a pretty bold pink. Like hot pink? Kind of like a hot pink, but not darker. like fluorescent. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just a dark pink. Okay. Almost on the border of red. Okay. Um, it's lovely. Yeah. I think Cherry Blossom's a really good uh, name for it. It is, yeah. And you know, honestly, I don't have anything in really a lot of, I don't have a lot of yarn in pink. No, you don't. Yeah, I buy all the pink. You don't yeah. buy a lot of pink. So I thought this would be really good because I don't have a lot of yarn in pink. It's something unusual for me to buy, mm-hmm. and it's something that I really look forward to knitting. Mm-hmm. And I think that that would be kind of like a good challenge for me to buy something that's out of my norm. Normal. Yeah, usually I just color buy range. Like, is it blue? Is it purple? <laughs> is it is, green? Is it like cream? Is it rainbow? Is it white? Yeah, yeah like, like, I never go for the warm colors. Like, I don't buy a lot of orange. I don't buy a lot of yellow or pinks or reds. Yeah. Um. So this is this was sort of nice. So I'm excited to do that. So that was my that's other big exciting. purchase. Exciting. Yeah. I was excited. Excited when you told me you were buying. <laughs> A kit. Well, because then I was trying to sucker Twee into buying it. Yeah, I was like, it. hey, you know, I'm going to buy this. We could save on shipping. Do you want anything? Oh, I'm going to put my order in. And you were really good. And you oh, were like, was no. Really good. No, I'm fine. But now that we know that she bought a ton of other stuff somewhere else, now we understand why. Yeah. Well, it's just because I have so much of her yarn, yarn already. So... I want more. She's, yeah, she's been, you know, throughout the year, she's still making really great colors. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But once I use them up, I won't feel as bad about buying Exactly. Them. So, all right, what else did I buy? What else is in this magical? Oh, I placed a Nick Picks order. Uh, as I said uh, at the beginning of the show, I started a new baby blanket in the Nick Picks Comfy, mm-hmm. and so I had to buy that. But, of course, they couldn't justify that. They were having their summer sale. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I <laughs> just dropped a pig. And they brought out some stuff back. So, I mean, if you guys follow Nitpicks, you guys will probably know. But they brought back their self-striping Felici. Oh, cool. Uh, they do this. Oh, that's great. I feel like every six months or so, they'll bring back another sort of batch of it in different colors. Yeah. And I'm not sure why. I feel like it might just be hard for them to manufacture. Mm-hmm. And because it's so... It's really affordable for a striping yarn. I think they're five fifty each for a 50-gram ball. So you can make a whole pair of socks for, like, 11 bucks. And so I bought three colorways of that. The first one is Mosaic, which is fun. It's got blues and purples and oranges and yellows. It's very southwestern a little bit. And then the next color I bought was Gummy Bear. Ah. Which is very rainbowy. It is rainbowy. It's like it a pastel like a rainbow. Yeah, you love Care Bears. I love Care Bears. <laughs> and the next color I bought was uh, Teacup, which is shades of blue and pink and red. Yeah. Which I also really like. It's like a thundercloud a little bit. Mm, a little. It's, I, and I love uh, the Felici. Yeah, it's really it's soft. It is soft. It's super soft. Those are uh, good choices. I didn't go too crazy. I think they had maybe eight colorways, and I bought these three. And they I'm always, very proud of yourself. They always go like hotcakes, you know? They're so popular. Yeah. And then I also bought some of their 
this is also something that's sort of limited, but they've had it for a little while. It's their Stroll Yarn, which is a 75-25 Merino Nylon Blend. It's another fingering weight. And they have a line called Stroll Brights, mm. which are a bunch of neon colors. And I have some. I have, like, the hot pink already. But every time I place a Nick's order, I'll usually, like, throw a couple in, you know? Mm. I don't... I kind of want all of them, but I don't want to buy them all at once, so... This is Vibrant Violet, which is a very... I guess I would say it's a magenta color. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a lot of magenta today. I know. I do like magenta. That's a beautiful color. Yeah. And then I have two of these. There's only one right That's here. That's like a fluorescent green. Yes. This one's called Sour Apple. That and definitely looks like Sour Apple. Yeah. Basically, it's just like fluorescent green. It's like green. It's like gran- granny apple. Yes. It's very bright. Mm-hmm. And then I also bought just one skein of black. Just, <laughs> just to even out all the colors. <laughs> just to use it. I think I just thought it might be handy for... You know, heels and toes or toys or, you know, it's so nice. And these were, uh, some of them, I can't remember. There might have been sale pricing on, I think, the, not the Felici, but some of the other stuff because of the summer sale. Mm-hmm. Did you get free shipping, right? Yeah, I think you spent $50. Yeah. And I spent $50. Of course she spent $50. Yes. Because why wouldn't you want free shipping? Let's be honest. That always gets me. And then the last thing I bought, actually, I didn't really mean to buy this, but I was at Joanne's last week mm-hmm. just looking for I forget what fabric or something and they had some yarn on sale and this is the Deborah Norville Serenity sock yarn oh really? and I don't tend to buy sock yarn from the big box stores yeah. sometimes I do like they have patents will have something sometimes I'll use coupons but some of the colorways for this was on sale I think they were $2 each ball, and you need probably two to make a pair of socks. And I had was listening to another podcast, and I can't remember who it was, but she was saying that she had used this yarn before on, I think, socks for her mom, and they held up really well. Which, actually, I can imagine being true, because, you know, I think for the big box stores, they often have, like, sort of sturdier yarns. Yeah. And so uh, this is... Let's see. This is 50% merino wool, 25% rayon made from bamboo, and 25% nylon. Mm. It actually sounds like, I mean, it's soft, pretty soft. Yeah. And the makeup sounds like it's actually yeah, going to wear Durable. Yeah, really well. And they're only $2 each, so I bought three different colorways. <laughs> what? <laughs> why, are you, why are you laughing? You bought three different ones. You didn't want to just buy one colorway and try it out. Well... Yeah. If I liked it, it wouldn't be on sale anymore. That's true. You yeah. might as well stop they're that on, now. They're on clearance. They're on clearance. You I, think they're, I think they're repackaging or maybe getting new colors in. So the first one is called... And the question is, why didn't you buy more? Right. Yeah. Exactly. So this is TLTs, which looks sort of... These are all self-patterning, too. So this one was oh, kind of cool. like a fair ILE pattern with dark purples and shades of blue and gray. Mm-hmm. And that one's cool. And then this one is... Blues and greens and grays, and that one's called let's see, aquamarine. And then the last colorway I bought was let's see, what's it called? Pink sugar. Which oh, that's pretty. Yeah, which is pinks and purples, and it kind of reminds me of I don't know Neapolitan ice cream or something. Yeah, a little bit because that purple looks almost like on a brownish tint. Yeah, well. there's like a little bit of speckle on the mm-hmm. brown. So, yeah. That's a pretty one. I think these will be just good workhorse socks. Actually, I kind of want to go back because I feel like I should get some and maybe for, like, a baby sweater. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, so they're on sale. I know. I'm thinking about it, but I shouldn't. I have so much yarn. Why don't you? Why don't you knit with those and see? I mean, let's be honest. You might not. I mean, you'll probably be fine with it, but yeah. just in case. I know. Knit with those first. So yeah, that's. Um, I did some sash enhancing lately. That is amazing. And I want more, but I. I'm not gonna buy. It. We always want more tweed. I know. We always want what we don't have. We can buy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um. Yeah. So I think that's. I think that's all I got for uh, knitting content this week. How about, do we have anything else to talk about for knitting? Nope, that's it. Okay, we're going to move on to non-knitting. Non-knitting, reading, and watching. So if you're planning on sticking around, thanks for sticking around. And if not, you just wanted to stay for the knitting section, thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, Kimberly? Yes. Uh, what are you reading? What am I reading? I don't remember. No, that's not true. I got this um, book from the library called The Huntress of Thornbeck Forest by Melanie Dickerson. It's an adult book. She's, I think, 20... I think she's supposed to be 26 or 28. She's a lady. Okay. But she's Robin Hood. Oh. She's a female Robin Hood. That's cool. It's very cool. So what she does is she um, goes into the forest, and she kills um, some deer to feed the poor. I thought you were going to say she kills some people. She kills some people. She doesn't kill anything. No, okay. She kills the deer to feed the poor. She has this whole system set up. And then comes the new forester who is obviously, she's a lady, so she's kind of higher class, and he's kind of working class, and uh, he comes out, and he's, of course... Attractive? Attractive, and he's, of course, incredibly drawn to her, Mm -hmm. and she's really drawn to him, and she really likes him, and he really likes her, but there's, like, a class thing, and, you know, he's kind of the person hunting her. Yeah, she's an outlaw, right? Yeah, she's kind of an outlaw. She's doing this, you know, she's still a lady, and she lives with her uncle, but, you know, if she got caught, it would be pretty bad. I think they said she would lose a hand. Right, for you chop off her hand. Yeah. Killing someone else's animals, yeah. Yeah, because this is the king's forest, so you can't, you know, you can't just be you like... You can't just hunt. You can't just hunt there. Right. So this is pretty, um, it was, it was well written. It's, there's not a lot of bogged down, it's not bogged down with, like, a lot of descriptions or mm-hmm. a lot of, so it's kind of light on the reading, light on the descriptions, but it's charming. Is it meant to be sort of a Robin Hood retelling? It's supposed to be sort of Robin Hood and black and white and, what is it, the, the swan? Swan Lake? Swan Lake retelling, because there's a masquerade, and she has to wear a swan mask. Huh. She's in a okay. big swan costume. Um, it's really, really charming. It is It is not, like, super heavy, and there's. it's just very fun. clean. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. fun. It's, okay. It's super cute. Um, she, I'm almost tempted to say that it's YA because of the writing style, but, but it's not. She's older. Right, right. She's older, so it's sort of, um, but it's, and I don't think it's new adult, Enough. There's no, not no. enough, like, angst. Angst or <laughs> R-rated material in right. there. Um, but, yeah, it's pretty fun. I would recommend it to anyone who likes retellings. Okay. Um, or anyone who just likes Robin Hood. I mean, she's pretty fun. Okay. She's really fun. I haven't I heard was, of this one, so... I was enjoying it. Okay. And it's part of a series. It's. Oh. I think it's starting a series, not of her, but... Just I think people in that retelling uh, okay, okay. series that M- Melanie is doing. So. Okay. Pretty cool. Cool. Uh, what are you reading? Well, uh, I talked about it last week, but I finished The Raven Boys by Maggie Stiefvater. Yes. If you guys recall, that is the first book in the Raven Cycle series about a girl named Blue whose family is psychic, but she's not psychic, but she gets tangled up with this group of boys, a.k.a. the Raven Boys, um, and their search for a mythical Welsh king who, uh, if they find him, he will grant them a magical wish but uh it's just it's so much more than that and so I finished the first book which was great 
and I immediately started the second book, which is called The Dream Thieves, and that's great. Uh, I mean, I can't give too much away, but they're still looking for the mythical king in this one. This one focuses a little more on um, one of the characters. I mean, he was still a main character in the first book, but he's sort of um, in the forefront in this one. And it's just so well-written and so interesting, and the characters are so good, and they have real friendships, you know? They're just so, like, complicated. Maggie Seavotter is amazing. Is a really good writer, yes. And I love every character in this book for different reasons, you know? Are you going to start Blue Lily? Uh, that's the third book in this series. I took a little bit of a break, uh, just because I had some other stuff to read, like, you know, um, like, you know, you know, for book club and other things, and I kind of want to take a break, but I probably, I I will, I'm kind of afraid what's going to happen. It's another one of those things where I care about these characters so much, I'm just afraid something is going to happen. But, you know, have you read the third one yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, you... Oh, oh yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm dying because they pushed the fourth one back. It was supposed to come out at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, Ra- is the Raven King, right? And uh, they pushed it back to February or March. Oh, gosh. And she actually made a little comment on the on her blog because she was saying, like, I know, I know, it's six months late, but what had happened was she just asked for two weeks, but because of the schedule with the publisher... They had to push it back six months. Right. That's and she how, needed the two weeks. Right. That's how so, they do But you, you have to hit these certain solicitation points. Yeah. If you miss it, you got to wait till like, the next season. So now I've got to wait. So it might be better if you don't read Blue Lily, Lily Blue right away. Okay. Just wait until it's closer to it, because I'm pretty much dying. Okay. Maybe it's I'll wait. So sad for me. Ooh, okay. Maybe I'll wait until Christmas or something. Yeah. Okay. Well, good to know. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's very good. I... It and just so good. People go read it. And yeah, are you reading anything else? Um, I am reading right now Ink by Amanda Sun. Oh, yes, I have that somewhere. So it's the first book in a trilogy. It takes place, it's this um, outsider in Japan. She's going to school because her parents, her mother has died, and so she's sent to live with her aunt who lives in Japan. And she meets this boy. And he is very mysterious, and this is kind of the cool thing. It sounds like it's going to be a normal book, but it's very mysterious because when she looks at his notebook, there's there's circumstances or revolving why she's looking at this notebook. But mm-hmm. she looks at this notebook, and the picture moves, Ooh. and it's a person, and he like looks at her. And, Harry Potter. Oh, she looks at her, and yeah, it's very very creepy mm-hmm. and very intriguing. So. Obviously, something is going on. He, he might have magical powers, or she has magical powers. I'm not very far. I'm only, like, maybe 60 pages in. But okay. I started that, and I'm really excited. So that's the first book. The second book is, I think, Rain? Maybe. And I can't third, remember what it's called. Yeah, and the third book is Storm. Okay. So They have really nice covers. They have beautiful covers. It's, it's, I think it's, um, it's very well written. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool to kind of experience this. She obviously, I think the author Amanda Sun lives in Japan, mm-hmm. um, so it's you're really experiencing this other culture. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a why. This is a YA series. It's though. a YA series. Yeah, it's really, it's really. I'm enjoying it so far. So um, I'm gonna try to at least. I have the second book too. I'm gonna try to okay. at least read the first one. Okay. Um, before I go into the second one. Cool. I feel like you know sometimes when you. 
sometimes you start like a trilogy or a series and then you're like oh I want to read the next one I want to read the mm-hmm. next one right after but I'm like no take your time like yeah. I'm trying to be really slow with reading this that's one that's how I feel about the, the Ravens yeah cycle. you gotta be slow I wanna I wanna Favorite. enjoy it and I wanna remember it and not be you know it's not a race to the finish you know yeah yeah which is often I feel how I am with I mean, with good books it's cause they're good I wanna know what happens but at the same time Sometimes I just read so fast. Yeah, you have to make yourself slow down, mm-hmm. or then I have to go back and reread stuff because right. I'm like, oh, I really like that scene. I gotta reread that again. Mm-hmm. So those are the two things I'm reading. Okay. What else were you reading? And the second thing I'm reading is Magic Shifts by Alona Andrews. Oh, yeah. Yes, which I, I love Alona Andrews. This is, I don't even know which number this is, uh, maybe seven or something. Uh, it's it's the it's a series. It's the Kate Daniels series. I think I've talked about it before because I was rereading it recently. And the newest book just came out, Magic Shifts. And this you know series is such a great. I think it's, I think it's categorized as urban fantasy, but um, yeah, it's just a really fun fun series about Kate Daniels. Uh, she's kind of a she's a PI now versus a mercenary when you, the series first started and. It's just such a good series. I've heard such such wonderful <laughs> about the series from Twee and from some of our other friends like yes. Crystal. So I've actually t- gotten all the first six books, I think, first five books uh-huh. on my Kindle because they were having a massive sale. It was mm-hmm. like $3 each or something. So I bought all of them, and on my next vacation, I'm going to try read. to start. Yeah, I'm going to read them because That's I think so it's good. sort of binge reading. It is. It, at least for me, I think I read... At least the first four or five back all at once. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember how many were out when I started the series, but uh, I'm about sixty percent through with that. And it's one. Of, it's another one of those um, books where I'm really for- forcing myself to just you know take my time and read it, not try to read it all in one night, and just so I can enjoy it because it just came out. I think last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And I, I bought it on my Kindle, I think, over the last weekend. And so I just want it to last longer than a few days. Because once it's done, the next book doesn't come out until, you know, another year, year or something. So, Awful. you know, I just, it's really for my own good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm really enjoying it, though. Save yourself. I know, save yourself. I'm just having fun reading it. It's such a fun series, so. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. So, what are you watching, Kimberly? Um, well, I'm watching, so, Iron Muffin and I finally, finally, finally finished season four of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I don't think season five is out on DVD yet, so we're waiting anxiously for season five to be out on DVD or for us to steal an HBO password. Um, <laughs> do you guys, like, you know, have you are you guys... You know, we're into, into it, it now. now. We're into okay. it. It's all, it's all over. It's all over. <laughs> it's all over. So we spent many. That's why I was teasing about the baby blanket. But seriously, like I've spent hours knitting this baby blanket. This baby blanket, under normal circumstances, this baby blanket would not be as far along as it is. But because of the Game of Thrones season three and season four binge watching, mm-hmm. that is how this baby blanket is so big already. Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, funny. Yeah, I'm really enjoying that. And then the other thing that I watched the other day was I saw Trainwreck. Oh, yeah, Trainwreck. Yeah. I saw that, too. It was super cute. I thought so, too. Did you, you like it? I did like it. I yeah. Think, I think it was That's the Amy funny. Schumer movie, the comedy with Bill Hader. Yeah, I, I wasn't, like, I'm not sure what to expect. I, I like her fine. I'm not, like, a huge Amy Schumer fan. Yeah, I like her stuff. Yeah, I think she's, like, funny, but I'm not like, oh, my God, I have to watch this. This is the most amazing thing. But I thought it was, like, super cute. It's way better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, me, too. Yeah, it's, like, totally fine. I mean, I'm not a huge 
comedy person. Mm -hmm. It's just not the kind of movie I would normally see, but because I do like her and my other friend wanted to see it, we ended up seeing it, and it was really fun. Yeah. You know? It's pretty cute. Spend your money. Yeah, (laughs) spend your money. If you want to watch just... It's hard to find good funny movies, I think. No, it it was good. Cool. John Cena was really funny. John Cena was hilarious. Whoa. And I, you know, I read some, no, I didn't read, I saw some interviews, um, especially him and, uh, what's his name, um, LeBron? Oh, LeBron yeah. James LeBron is LeBron was pretty cute, Well, too. apparently, a lot of both of their lines were just ad-libbed. Really? Yes. And I think, actually, John Cena's a lot of his were, they said. And it's probably because he's a wrestler, and you know how they're always smack-talking? And yeah. Sort of, I yeah. feel like that's where that sort of comes from, that he's probably really good at sort of coming up with those things sort of off the cuff. Yeah. And both of them said, like, no, like, most, like, half, like, most of his stuff was just stuff he would just, like, come out of his mouth. Fly out. Right, yeah. yeah. No, they're, they're just think, so funny. I think, seriously, John Cena sh- stole show. That one, that love scene, scene was, was hilarious. Love scene. Was the most hilarious love scene. Seriously, this was, it was, yeah, it was great. It was funny. Cool. Uh, did you watch anything else? Uh, no, that's it. Okay. Uh, I watched Mission Impossible Rogue that Nation. So Is that Rogue Nation? Though? Yeah, it was Rogue okay. Nation. Okay. And it was fun. I... I like the, you know, the Mission Impossible movies. They're fun. They're kind of capery, which I love a good caper movie. I love Simon Pegg and Jeremy Renner. Tom Cruise, he, he's hit or miss for me, but in, he's fine in the Mission Impossible series. And yeah. the new girl is cool, uh, Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, she was great. She's pretty um, kick-ass. And I like that car, there's a car chasing, that major car chasing. Yes. And I don't know if you noticed or not, but there was no score underneath it. Oh, yeah, no, I did notice. And it was yeah. really refreshing, so yeah. go, people, like, if it's like, nice. Yeah, action movies, it's cool. It's There's always, like, score, and it's always, you know, and, and there's always, like, it's mostly a lot of music. It's Don't a lot tell of music. Iron Muffin that. No, no, Iron Muffin is really excited when I told him that, because I think that, yeah. he's a film, he's a, he's, he's a, a composer. He's a composer, that's all, yeah. But, yeah, because being in the music industry that we both, we're, the three, we're all in. Right. Uh, me, Iron Muffin, and Twee, we're all in the music industry, so it's like, when something there's a lot of pressure, I think mm-hmm. we kind of like have this behind the scenes look on how, you know, studios and stuff they mm-hmm. want to score, they want oh, yeah, like the kinds of sound sounds they want. they want. Yeah, so, so we get very was, jaded and like, yeah. <laughs> so this was really refreshing. It was yes. just the sound effects. It was sort of and it really worked. Right. I don't think all car chase scenes should be like that, but it was just sort of different. Yeah. And and cool. It kind of it worked it. for what was happening. Yeah. You know, you kind of felt like you were in there with them. Yeah, exactly. Simon Pegg's hilarious. I love Simon Pegg. He's so. great. And then I, I finished True Detective Yay! Season 1. <laughs> if you guys have been listening for a while, you probably forgot already, but I talked about it. It took like a year. Months ago that I had started Season 1, and I just finished and it. you liked it, right? This week. Yeah, I did like it. Creepy? I, yeah, it was creepy. I thought the first half of it was pretty slow. I know it was on purpose, but... Um, I, it definitely picked up for me maybe about midway through. Like, things started to get kind of interesting. And so, uh, yeah, it was cool. Uh, Woody Harrelson and, you know, Matthew McConaughey are great. And, you know, it shot really nice. So, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. I'm glad I finally finished it. It took me forever. But I did it, people. I watched eight episodes of a TV series. Good for you. Woo-hoo! And so. Pretty exciting. Yeah, season two just ended. But uh, I've heard really mixed feel- uh, things about it. I know. It. I've heard mixed things, too. It's yeah. too bad. I'll probably, I mean, I'll probably watch it when it comes on DVD. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of, yeah, I haven't watching anything else too crazy. 
uh, it's summer, but not a ton of stuff's come out that I've been dying to see, so. Right, right. Yeah, those are the big things. Yeah. I guess that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Thanks for uh, sticking with us today. It's a little bit longer than usual because we haven't seen each other. Well, we've seen each other. We haven't talked about knitting in a while, so. Sorry. (laughs) Hopefully, we'll have some uh, finished objects the next time we talk. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Maybe it's a baby blanket. Maybe. One of our baby blankets. Exactly. One of the many baby blankets. Um, But yeah. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys are staying cool. Yeah, stay cool. (laughs) Bye. Bye. You can find all the show notes at twistedstitchespodcast.blogspot.com. You can find me, Twee, on Ravelry and Instagram as fishgoal182 and Kimberly on Ravelry as Kimberly Buggy. You can also find our Ravelry group as Twisted Stitches. 